Welcome back to WCEG 88.5 FM Cougar Radio. My name is Logan, and we are interviewing our second artist in the new artist interview series. Uh, right now, we have Matt from Telecom out of Austin, Texas. Uh, how's it going, Matt? Good. Good to be here. Thanks for uh, virtually having me. Totally, man. So I want to start off, like, for those who don't know, who is Telecom? It's me and some friends from high school. We've been around for a long time. I uh, The lineup kind of rotates, but usually stays relatively stable for for the most part. So it's me. I, I like write stuff and produce it. And then the the members that are always there are Colin Barnett, Kellen DiDonato. Those are the high school homies. But yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of got a rotating lineup. Oh, no worries. That's awesome, man. How would you describe your music? Because it reminds me a lot of like some artists, but I don't want to like peg it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'd say like garage, like indie, pop, surf. Yeah. Thing. It's always hard to label your own music. You kind of just go off of what you like. And anything that I like, there's probably a bit of it in there, you know? Right. Say, so what artists inspire you? Well, like every person in a band in this century, the Strokes were a big right. thing for me as a kid, you know? And then, I don't know, all the all the main indie pop dudes, I see Gold, Tame Impala, like Current Joys, kind of some bedroom rock stuff say i love ty siegel and say some of your songs really remind me of some of the stuff coming off his uh, reverse uh, shark attack album oh yeah say the like intensity of them is super cool sweet yeah he was a big influence as far as just like you can record it at any quality and if it's a good song who cares i mean a lot of the ep that i have out which is crazy that that's you know i've gotten this far with just that out you know i'm i'm, I'm working on some new stuff now but some of the stems on that were like recorded through Apple headphones into an iPad. And like I was recording the guitar like straight into that, like an electric guitar, acoustically recording it through that and then just blowing it up with effects. Oh my gosh, that's super cool. It, uh, yeah, it, 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 I got what I want. So he was really inspiring as far as just like you can have like a, a really rough sound and get away Still with do it. it. Yeah. 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 Hey, that's awesome. That's super interesting to hear about because I, I do music as well. And so, yeah, yeah. sorry. You're in a couple of bands? Yeah. Uh, I front a band in Columbus called The Normas. And we're, we're doing a show. And it really goes, as I say, I have some crossover with the inspiration with Ty Siegel because all I have is like a focus right and garage band. Yeah. Uh, you can just do whatever, you know? This day and age, there's no, there's no need to, to stress about that kind of stuff. That was another mm-hmm. guy that I mentioned, Current Joys who's like getting pretty big now was one of those people you could just reach out to. And, and when I was starting out, I, I messaged him on Tumblr and oh uh, like DM'd him for a while. And that was super cool too. Just hearing like, you know, this stuff that, and he was more hi-fi than Ty Siegel. He was like, yeah, I just have a focus right. I was like, Oh my gosh. Sweet. So do I. We're good to go. Yeah. Honestly, that's really inspiring. Yeah. So he's playing in Atlanta pretty soon. I think I want to say, January. Hopefully, I'll be able to like go see him or something. Ty Siegel or Current Joyce? Uh, Current Joyce. Ty Siegel is playing at Shaky Knees here in like a couple weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to miss it, but like, it's the Strokes, Ty Siegel. I think the Lemon Twigs are gonna be there. You know what I mean? Damn. Like all my favorite stuff. But that's the one crazy thing is is I haven't ever seen the Strokes live because when 
Yeah, but they were kind of on hiatus for a long time. But right. now that they're back, I still haven't gotten a chance. They're touring with the Chili Peppers. They just announced. Wow. So the Chili Peppers aren't everybody's thing, but I'll definitely go see them if I'm seeing the Strokes. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Hopefully if we get um, Lala, I can see it. Maybe they'll be there. Oh, my gosh. That probably, yeah. Now that I think about it, if they're touring this they much. They do the circuit. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So you were a band, or you had a band, like, pre-COVID, during COVID, and now I guess like as hopefully we're getting out of COVID. How has like the Austin music scene sort of changed? Um, I don't know. Like it, it's, I feel like some things got like that were already happening got exaggerated by COVID. You know, like the the scene's really good and the people are really cool, and you know it's a great place for music still. But there's the problem of a city that's expanding so quickly and becoming such a tech city so quickly that it's you know, a lot of venues were already closing. There was, there's an initiative to like save Red River, which is the street that we have that has most of the venues that are really well known. And uh, so it's already been a known thing that we're, some of these places are having trouble keeping their doors open, but COVID kind of finished off some. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, the people with money are, are aware that, that it's something that people want and that's kind of a necessity. So I think, I think a lot of them got bought right back up and they just have new names and stuff. And, you know, Life goes on, so sort of just revitalized them. Yeah. Uh, well, at someone's expense, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that's how to say. I really, I mean, it blows that the old ones had to close down, but I guess as long as music's staying sort of yeah, it's alive, the, it's the cycle. And then yeah, the scene itself is uh, seems pretty healthy. It's it's been good. Like ever since we've been able to play shows again, it's you know that was such a good feeling, and and people are coming out in droves. It's, it's been, it's been really exciting since we've been able to do shows again. That's awesome. Have you uh, done a lot of shows since? Uh, yeah. Yeah. But not as many with telecom. We we've had, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in a bunch of projects, but telecoms played like three or four since we opened up and it's been good. It's, it feels good to, to hit it again. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, during COVID, um, you put out a music video with La this past March for Quitter, which was first awesome. Like the whole thing, super f- cool. Oh I'm, yeah, thank you. I was about to say it's yeah, r- yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's really. It was like for a project like that to come out of COVID, I was like blown away because I do like a lot of video production here at the college, and to see Sorry. something like that was really inspiring. What was that? Uh, that was a labor of love. That, that was a lot of work. Yeah, I was about to say it. It was like a whole production. Like uh, near the end, I saw all the crew. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We. It's something that I've kind of leaned into with a lot of the videos that I've been a part of, as far as like kind of breaking the fourth wall. Because not only can it be like funny and and give something to video, it's just easier. You don't have to exactly. hide everything. So we were we made the decision. Like obviously, it's kind of based on like a a show already you know what i mean like i'm like the host yeah. of some surreal show so like you see the back of house kind of the whole time a little bit and it just kind of unravels but that's yeah, super that was, cool that was fun and yeah we leaning into that made it a little easier so we didn't have to like make it a super tight production that was yeah. actually all in my house this house right here really yeah that's insane that's we cool. completely transformed there was no sound stage there was no nothing we we the whole budget was like all the props and, and crew to be able to make it happen. Cause 
yeah, it was like a, like a two week process of just transforming most of my house into that. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine, but like you would never be able to tell, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think it turned out, turned out pretty great for, for that. Like, you know, I feel like it, it was just, it was such a fun production and everyone's heart was in it. So that makes it, you know, everyone, everyone put in so much work and it was funny too, like having to like live in that, like, yeah. you know, like you, it, there's no character get it, to get into because you're just it's so much like, method acting. You, yeah. You, I wait, I woke up just like in like the kind of green room where people were like setting up as I woke up and like doing random and I walk out of my room and I'm just like in that world, you know? So right. it was fun. It almost reminds me of, um, growing up, there were these videos on a uh, YouTube. Don't hug me. I'm scared. Yeah. It's sort of some of that like was like, okay, it's like almost a uh, nod. You yeah, know what I that mean? Was, that was definitely a place where we took some inspiration and, and tried to pay homage to on our heads. Like it, it, it shifted a few times as far as, you know, because every every production like that, especially on this level where you really have to commit hard to be able to get it to look professional, you yeah. have to kind of you do a lot of testing and see like, okay, what is this gonna look as good as we hope, you know, and if it's gonna look tacky or whatever, you have to kind of shift the direction you go and it ended up being kind of like, yeah, we were like, it's a combination of, of don't hug me. I'm scared. Um, Mr. Rogers for sure. Yeah. And then put our, our flair on that and maybe some, some Sesame street or something. I don't know. Just like this up kids world where I'm like a host trapped in it. Yeah. It really worked, man. It's super cool. Sick. Sick. I'm glad to hear it. I'm trying to make a sequel to it. Oh my God. Please let me know when you do. Like, you know, the next video, like I, I feel like there's a lot to be explored in that world. So yeah. I want to like, maybe not a direct sequel. Like the a- continuity makes no sense, but maybe we could develop something there. They do something with it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. I like the aesthetic at least. It's um, kind of driven like a lot of like other projects too, just kind of developing that aesthetic. I don't know. I feel like that kind of, we, we didn't really have a defined look necessarily but i feel like we can go in that direction say like finding a little brand niche you know yeah yeah is important yeah that's awesome you're listening to 88.5 fm wcug cougar radio and this is telecom's quitter enjoy
and that was Quitter by Telecom. You're listening to 88.5 FM Cougar Radio. My name is Logan, and we are continuing our artist interview series. This is the second episode in the series with Matt from Telecom. What up? We're back. We are Thanks. back. My song. Yeah. It's, uh, we'll, we'll link it on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, if we could link it in the radio, we would link it and play it. But I mean, you're not listening with your eyes. That's what I was trying to say. There we go. Actually, yeah. <laughs> cool, Technology man. only takes us so far. Cool. Uh, you said uh, growing up, the Strokes were like a huge influence, like on, I guess, music listening. I feel like they're like the baseline of like modern indie pop and rock. And But yeah, they're, they're definitely some a band that I listened to a ton through like high school. And um, one of the actual songs that got me into playing guitar was right as I was moving I'm from Chicago, but I, I, I've been in Austin for like a decade and I moved right before high school. Before I left, my friends started teaching me Reptilia on the guitar. Okay. And I couldn't play at all. And that is the most simple lead part ever, but it was so hard. And that kind of drove me to get a little better and take lessons when I got here. And then I just kind of kept doing guitar. But it's funny. Yeah. Not only did I listen to them a lot, and but that, that specific instance kind of also got me into guitar. Yeah, that's awesome. And say. Did uh, any music that your parents like listen to and growing up really influence you at all? Or do you take from it every now and then? Not as much as you'd, you'd think. I feel like I've gotten all my music recommendations from, from friends growing up. My dad likes rock and I'm not, I'm not as much into hair metal as he is and that kind of thing. Right. But, you know, he showed me Black Sabbath and I was like, this is so sick. And so right. I like buzz a lot. And, you know, there's definitely overlap as far as like harder rock and... I remember being really weirded out eventually that my mom like wasn't super into music at all. You know what I mean? Like okay. there's people that don't, you know, she liked she was some bands. She, she really liked, um, which is funny. This is my, the, the first concert I ever went to. She really liked bare naked ladies. Okay. Um, so I was a small child on my dad's shoulders at the Brookfield zoo. My first ever concert was them. That's amazing. Yeah. That reminds me of like, um, we always talk in the station with our faculty advisor slash like who runs the station, Dr. Guts. He wasn't like a fan, but it reminds me of that era of like Dave Matthews band and like all those bands that sort of just, you know what I mean? Like that sound like that. The distinct like sound that has, has completely evaporated. And I wouldn't say that it's a bad thing, but somehow it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any like, Favorite up and coming artists that are in your scene or in other scenes? Definitely. I mean, like, you know, I feel like me and all my homies and all our bands are all up and coming. No one's, no one's very big, but. Right. So, uh, Drop some names. Um, okay. Well, our whole, we have a little, you know, group like. Yeah. Of, where every, every member of every one of my bands is in, you know, there's, there's overlap. So like Shooks obviously is the other um, bigger band that I'm in and that shares members with party band fun band those are my homies that Eric from party bands and telecom right um, so we have you know that's that really doesn't count as far as me like oh these guys are up and coming that's just my friend group but you know what you mean um at TC superstar is really cool if you haven't heard them we've we've been we've played with them every once in a while we just played shooks played ACL with them they're bigger than any of our bands, but they're, you know, I feel like they're still up and coming. They're, they're going to do some cool stuff. Do you uh, have any like new music coming out pretty soon out of telecom? I know you, uh, you said you're playing with Shooks tonight. Yeah, definitely. I've been trying to get the ball rolling on some telecom stuff. It's just like when it's the other bands, there's like more people involved. So it's easier to, you know, like work together and, and you kind of hold yourself to like putting stuff out a little more often, you know, like, 
there's other people relying on it coming out. So you're not as picky about it, which is a really fun aspect of those bands. But Telecom's kind of my baby that I right. labor over the, the music way too much and never release anything. But I have like a big old pile of demos and uh, a couple of them are getting really close. I'm actually talking to I'm setting up a session right now to, to track drums for them. So I'll definitely okay. be having an EP come out relatively soon. Well, definitely yeah. a single in the next few months. Awesome. I'll, I'll be waiting. Hell yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. It's been, it's been too long. I was about to say when I first found telecom, it was like through a Spotify playlist or something. I can't remember, but I remember like looking at Bandcamp and like, Oh, I wonder if they'll like release anything soon. And then you drop the video and I was like, Oh, <laughs> like yeah, stuff's like coming that like solidified for some people that were like still a band i feel like we've we've i've taken such a long break from it people message me like is this still a thing like yeah all worried about it but and the only reason it is a thing is because people uh have said really nice things and that's like that makes my life when someone messages me talking about how much they like the music and how they want me to release more like I don't care right. if I'm not big or I'm not making money off of it. It's cool to connect with people like that. So I'll always exactly. keep putting stuff out. You know, it's just stuff, you know, I'm just making music that I like. And since other people like it too, I'm happy to do it. That's what's important. I feel like, especially as like, there's been a, like a blow up in like the indie scene, you know what I mean? Like it's gotten a lot like more popular with like acts like Mac DeMarco and like, you know, yeah, like you're saying, you, defining the sound of of yeah. bedroom indie rock and then disappearing. And so, yeah, yeah. The the thin chorusy guitar, exactly. It, it, like it, stuff like that's awesome. awesome. But it's really important to like put out what you like and not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do like a lightning round of something stuff that's not like music related. Okay, cool. Least favorite show. Okay, this isn't like Belize favorite show because I watched the first season and liked it, but I feel like it's it's more interesting than me trying to just hate on a show. I watched the first ep- the first season of Stranger Things, liked it. Second season, uh, uh, an episode in, I was like, "This is bullshit. I am not watching this anymore." Because I I hate when a plot revolves around like someone being stupid and just right. immediately. I don't know if you've seen that, but. Oh yeah, I know. I know exactly what that you're kid talking takes about. That that demon kid in, like, oh, like, dude, you almost say, died last season. What are you thinking? Right, and say not spoiler alert because it's been out for like four years. I'm I sure guess it works out for him because it's written that way, but still, <laughs> but it sucks. Yeah, say so, like, um, I knew like, eventually it was going to be the right thing to do. Everyone's going to be glad he did it, but yeah. yeah, I'm tired of happy TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, put put something tragic on, you know. Favorite fast food? Mm. Austin's got some good ones, some good burgers and whatever. Lots of tacos, but I really miss Portillo's. Oh, I've never been there. It's from the Midwest. I went there a lot when I was in Chicago and I really miss it. And I, I try to go back there every time I, I visit, but that's probably the, the nearest and dearest to my heart is, is Portillo's. It's like, okay. Started off as like a hot dog place and now it's just like a big Chicago style, like they have i get like the beef and cheddar croissant that sounds so good i, I skip great. like dinner yeah it's crazy. <laughs> guilty pleasure song mm. um i feel like it's it's less and less like i don't know you get less and less judgment for saying you like random pop songs now but right i listen to doja cat heavy okay 
I was really sad. I didn't go to ACL on Saturday, just Sunday, and I missed her, and I was really bummed about that. And I guess, like, my last question really is, like, what can we do, like, I guess as uh, college radio stations or other, like, small music outlets, what can we do to, like, really elevate independent music and artists? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, I'm sure you guys already do this, but I, I think it's it's really cool to just, like, find smaller passionate bands like you know if you, you listen to it and you know you can tell right away if they're like just by listening to it usually but you know also just doing a little bit of research if they're they're serious about it and just like i don't know i've gotten some some opportunities that kind of came out of nowhere that feel like someone was you know taking a chance on me as far as like you know i don't really i didn't really have a lot to show for anything and i'd get a cool opportunity that would eventually lead to something else you know so like Given air time to, to just stuff you really like. And I don't know if you guys set up shows, but it's, it's cool to like give bands that opportunity. If it's hard for a small band that you don't, you know, if, if you don't have a manager, you don't have all this to like set up shows to like reach out to people. Booking agents are cold as hell, you know, like it's, right. it's hard sometimes if you don't know what you're doing. So it's, it's cool when, when people like at, at college radio stations are, are really warm about it. My other project, Twin Sticks, and I guess this has happened to Telecom too. It's like weird. Like you'll find like a like a write up you didn't know someone did on you. Yeah, it's like it's cool. Like someone found it and um, you know took the time to to put their thoughts down about it. You know, if they and usually they don't do it if they don't like it. So yeah. it's cool to just give them that that recognition and not really like care too much about you know following. You know, some some publications you know they don't really with you unless you you've got a lot going on already, you know? Right. That's cool. when you give people that don't a chance, you know? Yeah. A little bit of recognition goes a long way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Just getting it in front of people, you know, if you're passionate about something, you like this music, put it in front of someone else. Maybe they'll like it too. I think that's what college radio is good at. Honestly. Yeah. You kind of assume everything is some longstanding institution, but it's It's not. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, if you, if you want something, if you want the scene to be a certain way, if you want someone to get recognition, you want whatever, like you kind of have to look into it and and put in some work yourself, you know? I'd say just doing it is what it's about. Yeah. Awesome. That really wraps up what I had for the interview. Um, Do you have anything you want to plug? Well, just check us out on Spotify or wherever you listen. We run Instagram at telecom underscore music. Just uh, just listen to it, and if you like it, yeah, follow and check out the video. Um, yeah, and if you're in Austin, keep an eye out for a show. We'll be playing. I think the next stuff we'll be playing is going to be around Halloween. I love Halloween shows. Yeah, so I'm excited sure that weekend. Awesome. But, yeah. Besides that, just keep an eye out for new music. I'm excited. Thank you so much for listening to 88.5 FM Cougar Radio. Uh, this was our second episode in the artist interview series with Matt from Telecom. Again, bye, Matt. Say, listen to uh, listen to Telecom on Spotify, wherever you stream music. Listen to Telecom on uh, 88.5 FM, WCUG, during our indie hour. What uh, is there a song you want us to play out? Any Telecom song you want to request in particular? Any, whatever your favorite is besides Heart. Cool. It's too slow. Say, I cannot, I'm blanking on the name, but it's Swimming. Um, swimming okay. So we'll play that one coming out. All right, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Matt, again. Thank you.